What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to Gamer Credits. This is going to be level seven. Let's introduce the players. We got player one, BP. What's up? What's up? What's going on, man? Uh, you know, me or our Star Child? Or the, the viewers? Oh, you. You were talking. You know, oh, me. Child, but you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, it's a good day. It's a good day. You know? Nice. <laughs> uh, we also got, you know, Player two, Star Child. How's it going, everybody? Ah, so he he says hey to everybody. Gotcha. Yeah, you see that? <laughs> I see I like what he's that. doing. I like that. <laughs> hey, so but this, you is, this is technically Brian's. Oh, damn it! This is technically his <laughs> <laughs> <is technically> <laughs> greeting. I just took his greeting because he didn't use it. So that's a new record, man. This is the first minute. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Go ahead and write that down, BP. <laughs> you know I am. You know I got it. <laughs> uh, and of course, we got player three, your boy Kid Dream. So uh, we're going to again start in the beginning. Does anybody have any gaming moments of the week? I do. Hey, okay. Nice. Okay. Well, we got to see Destiny 2 destroy everything. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that is... That is it, right there. You're referring to the new expansion, right? Yes. They have mm, some nice, type of nice. event where you go to the last city and you can stand and look up at the sky and see how the traveler is healing. And then mm. it takes you to the to the main menu of the orbit of the planets and you just see everything get blown away. And Pretty much. <laughs> everything gets sucked into darkness, looks like. And then nice. servers go down for 14 hours. <laughs> so are, they, are they back up right now? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because, um, be honest with you, kind of thinking about hopping into Destiny after this. Oh, you got on um, the Beyond the Beyond Light um, DLC. Yeah, oh. you know, with Game Pass, it's included. So yeah, I got it. So I'm oh. checking it out. Cool, cool. lucky cool. him, right? Here it is. I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I mean, if you're gonna sacrifice and get a Xbox, you gotta get something for oh. it. <laughs> no, ah, wow. Nice. Yeah, well, there you go. Nice. <laughs> so, real quick. Uh, I uh I loaded into Destiny. What was it last Saturday? A couple of days ago, um, mm-hmm. first time in months, maybe even like a year or so. Mm. You were lost. <laughs> and, yeah. Well, <laughs> but before I even like logged into my character, I, I was looking through my three characters that I had. They mm-hmm. all were, and and just I, I want to see uh, how far behind they are for light level compared to um maybe before this expansion comes out, this new one Beyond Light, but. All three characters, I guess, were boosted up to level 750. Oh, no, they oh, get, yeah. they're going to get boosted again. Mm-hmm. Got you. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I think was like, the fault is what, 1050? I Star thought Jones? someone wow. said 1060. But wow. It, it might be. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Damn, See, wow. I, didn't, I didn't do any of the research for this moment. I was just, <laughs> yeah. Well, I only jumped in briefly just to see because uh, one of our friends had mentioned it was supposed to be loading. Yep. even faster now so and it did look like it loaded Ooh, pretty okay. quick so it's just pretty interesting i have to check it out tonight nice. all right so uh what about you bp got any uh game moment of the week oh you know i might be the one that can't really think of any uh did we do the raid this uh week yeah chapter yeah. one yeah we did so we completed that right mm-hmm. okay yeah so that's basically the only moment that you know i have from that you know that we got through it in one take we didn't have to all wipe or anything yeah and yeah, he's uh referring to ghost of tsushima the legend yes DLC yeah, thank you for that added. yeah <laughs> Just the, uh... random... <laughs> guess what game i'm talking about <laughs> i did a, i did a raid the other day <laughs> yeah and what game <laughs> i mean hopefully it was a game i mean yeah. i know <laughs> i know right <laughs> it was good sorry child. So... <laughs> it is broken into three different chapters and we finally uh did chapter one the other night the first time nice yeah it was so oh, good yeah we found a random to help us fill in the fourth slot because they don't have matchmaking so uh um, we actually got through it with the guy it was pretty cool do you send him a friend request yeah i got him as a friend oh okay, okay. nice yeah nice. yeah yeah so i'll be hitting him up hopefully later this week whenever we get go back into it for chapter two yeah, unfortunately, everybody went MIA after chapter one, and uh, we never did chapter two or three. So yeah, we didn't. Was, yeah, we didn't regroup. Unfortunately, wow. I was waiting, but nobody ever came back. <laughs> uh, so. I guess real quick, uh, mine 
gaming moment was also going to be that we completed chapter one of the raid. So, so yeah, it was pretty cool. It was fun. I definitely can't wait to see what they got for chapter two and three. Yeah, I heard it's hard, man. So be ready. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. I will say, I will say though, I, I really wish if this doesn't become its own game, if mm-hmm. they ever do a Ghost of Tsushima two, which I, I, I believe they probably will. Oh yeah, that's definite. I want Legends Day One. Like yeah. I, you know, um, <laughs> almost to the point where I kind of want it as a live service, which kind of leads into our topics today, guys. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> see what okay. I did there? Yeah, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> Through me. So, <laughs> it's like, oh, what? Okay. <laughs> so, uh, to talk about, to go over the topics that we have today, we're going to start um, by going over Nintendo Switch and how they've almost sold 70 million Switches. Um, we're going to then talk about some comments that surfaced earlier this week um, where Sony allegedly was looking to charge more than $70 for the games, the next generation games. Then we're going to talk a little bit about Bethesda and kind of how uh, they announce and release games and just kind of their strategy and kind of see how we feel about that. And then we're going to talk about everybody's favorite live service and their favorite game from the live service, Marvel <laughs> Avengers. Oh yeah, of um, course. <laughs> and how it actually might spell the it could spell the doom for live service games, or at least you know give publishers a, a dark sign that maybe this is a uh, not necessarily the way to take a lot of games. But we'll get to that. We'll we'll get to that one. <laughs> so um, to start off with, we got some recent uh, numbers from Nintendo going over um, you know the units that they sold. And they are almost at 70 million switches. Star Child, do you want to <laughs> talk about that? I'm sure that's your favorite. <laughs> I mean, that's mainly the headline. They are almost near their goal. I think they were stating that they were trying to project 90 million switches sold. And they are getting there. And I don't see it slowing down no time soon because you got a holiday coming up. So who knows oh, yeah. how many they can get through with this Christmas holiday. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they'll sell a lot more because I I think especially if, you know, I just thought about this. If they can actually have the supply right now, Mm -hmm. that would help them so much because Xbox and PlayStation don't have the supply. (laughs) Yeah. So you want to get your kid a a new system or you can't Mm -hmm. get the Xbox or PlayStation. But hey, there's that switch right there. Only three hundred dollars. Bada boom, bada bang. Three hundred and two hundred. Yeah, for the Switch Lite. Ah, oh, I forgot about the Switch Lite. That's right. Oh, I can't forget about the Switch Lite. <laughs> I, I don't. Know. Oh, I was just gonna say real quick. I, I I will say my personal preference. I would just say spend a hundred and get the Switch because I feel like when you take away that gimmick and and force it to only be handheld, I just mm-hmm. I, I say for a hundred dollars, just get the Switch, regular Switch. But yeah. here's happier. Here's the That's cool least- thing. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I was say no, I'll just say that's just where my cinnamons were, but that's it. Yeah. Oh, I would say the cool thing about the light is that when you are basically just a person that don't have that TV available for like, there's a lot of college students who may not have TVs or mm-hmm. you go into any place where you at a restaurant, the light has a longer battery life. It just it has a lot of other pros than the, the switch that you can dock. So yeah, it's like it's like you gotta just know your preference on how you game because yeah. some people don't need a TV and like a lot of the old Game Boy and the DS owners they kind of wanted that type of system back and this is an, another option now. Hmm. You know, think about you know, if, you know, for me, what would what would help me be able to endorse and promote the Switch Lite? Mm-hmm. If that? it was if it was a hundred dollars. Because I, oh, I, I just feel like I just feel like for me, a hundred dollar difference between the Switch and the Switch Lite, it's just. I mean, don't get me wrong, a hundred dollars is still a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I just feel like it's not far enough apart to the point where, you know, I, I would I can I would want to openly recommend it, you know, because I I would say just save an extra month or two and get the regular Switch to have that choice to to dock it or to take it portable. But if you said, hey, that switch is light is only a hundred dollars, that's mm-hmm. a two hundred dollar difference. Oh, absolutely. Go get you go get three of those things. I mean, that's yeah. a bargain. 
Yeah, that, would be, that would be a bargain, but they would be cutting yeah. themselves short because as, oh, of right okay. now, as of right now, people are okay with that price. So it's like, yeah. but it's but funny. I'd I'd be willing to meet you halfway and said and say like if it was one fifty, maybe. Yeah, even then, I would I could still probably say, look, that that's uh, a big difference to to do it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but see, you know that. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say, uh, <laughs> Switch games are very different in the fact that. They don't lose their value. <laughs> well, their their first party titles don't lose their value at all. Well, well, I, but Switch is different. Like you could still get uh, Breath of the Wild, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, a day one Switch exclusive. I think like three years old now, still probably sixty dollars. Yeah, yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. you know maybe God of War twenty eighteen on a PlayStation four, you could probably get it for like ten twenty bucks. <laughs> this, this is why we need places like. GameStop to still be relevant. And I know you'll have your your issues with GameStop, but yeah, you know, <laughs> there's, there's some options out there to still get these games for lesser price, like even eBay. So there's yeah. options. You don't have to just buy through the Switch because Nintendo still makes physical copy games. Mm-hmm. I tell you, man, it makes it hard to to try to get Switch games because they just do not go down in value. That's one of the reasons why like, I haven't got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe or whatever, because it's still yeah. probably like full price and this came out years ago. <laughs> it's aggravated, yeah. man. Well, yeah. And they well, work I mean, with 9. Time. So even when 9 comes out, 8 yeah. still be full price. So it's like, still yeah. be full price, yeah. <laughs> like, come on, Nintendo. Hey, it's Nintendo, man. They can do that, man. They got the market for it. They, I mean, yeah, they sure do. People love their Nintendo, man. Yeah, they survived. I mean, for a long time, they couldn't continue surviving, you know, when, you know, uh, companies like Sega have fallen the wayside. Well, other than, yeah. you know, making games, but still. They, they, they revamped themselves to become more of a software um, designing game system. Not system, but developer. Developer, yeah. yeah. But yeah. at the same time, I do miss the old days of Nintendo versus Sega. Oh, man. Who are you telling? <laughs> <laughs> I miss yeah, I love those days. I mean, because you had two companies that were truly invested in making games and being the best of beating each other. Mm-hmm. Right now, with, with Microsoft versus Sony, only mm-hmm. one of these companies is a true gaming company, and the other one just got into it because they saw dollar signs. <laughs> nice. I wonder which is which. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to cause more division in 2020. I'm just throwing a blanket <laughs> statement out there. Oh man, that's automatic. Anytime you mention those two like that, yeah, that's automatic. <laughs> you just setting up division right there, man. Um, but yeah, you know, I was thinking, going back, just rewinding a little bit back to the price that you were talking about, kid. Uh, you know, for the Switch Lite. Light? Yeah. How much was the Vita, the PS Vita, and oh, the uh, those was expensive. Those yeah, were- right. So I would think, just looking at that alone, I know Nintendo would be like, Psh, no. <laughs> So I think get away that, with that price. <laughs> I think we should have one of our friends on because they would have known the price to that because they own almost every single one of Sony's handhelds. I think oh. that was around two hundred dollars at one point. Well, that was after you know either it was refurbished or it was. Oh, sold right. after, I don't know what the original price was. Like I, oh, got gotcha. you. Man, the Wi-Fi up. version was two fifty. Oh, two fifty. Okay. Yeah, the Wi the Wi-Fi version day one was two fifty. Do you remember how much their little flashcards for the memory was costing? Like that was like a crazy Oof. price too. Oh my gosh! Yeah, when they had that, but that proprietorship over the memory sticks. Yep. Oh man. <laughs> oh. Are you, oh, you mean like we have now in 2020? <laughs> yeah, before handheld. <laughs> yeah, that was it was insane. Because it was just not just for that too, but like they carried over to the other products, like uh, Sony's other products, right? Like you know, whether their cam was it the cameras, the camcorder, something like that. The memory stick. Like, it's like I have to really sit back and, and remember that, but I just remember. I just remember them being expensive. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> afford the handhelds, man. And I was a I was a working adult, and I couldn't afford the handhelds. So I'm like, nah. <laughs> too much, man. So, but no, but you know, the Nintendo, you know, coming to that point of how many units sold like that, that's really good, though. I mean, just yeah. a testament of just their how they're able to stay in the game for so long. I mean, obviously with their innovations and stuff, but yeah, it's just, it's incredible, man. I mean, yeah, they're doing great things. Yeah. I mean, years and years they've been out, man. I'm just, geez, just imagine. 
I'll tell you though, Mario, I do man. love my Switch. See, there we go. <laughs> this is why we 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 be bonded. See, there we go. <laughs> well, that's Boy, until I... y'all play Smash Brothers, you know, against each other. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. you know what? <laughs> Now that would be a gaming moment we can talk about because yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we we'll want to do that let's again one day for another show. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, we we'll forget about this this moment. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I will say though, I I do primarily use my Switch in in a docked mode just because when I play games, I like to kind of get the best experience possible for the majority of the time. So, you know, you're gonna get a better frame rate, a better resolution um, mm-hmm. when it's you know plugged into the TV. So, mm-hmm. um. That's why for me, kind of, I just I lean more towards just recommending people to get the regular Switch. But I tell you, man, if they, and I, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't think they will. But if they could knock off a hundred, you know, one hundred fifty to two hundred dollars, and that Switch Lite be a hundred dollars, man. Oh my God, yeah, I would definitely recommend you just get a light and just roll with that, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that yeah. would be an amazing price, but they they not yeah. gonna do that. Nah, nah. But you know, but, Black Friday's coming up, so. It is. Yeah. You're right. I'm I mean, actually curious you know. to see what they do. We'll see what happens. So, all right. Well, again, big congratulations to Nintendo. That is impressive. And, you know, I'll, I'll, kind of, I'll rag on Xbox. They are blowing the Xbox One sales out of the water for the <laughs> a short amount of time they've been out. Yeah. I mean, game, but, you know, you got your game pass. So, you know, we'll we'll see. I, I don't I, think they'll catch up with Nintendo, but you, you know, yeah. Nah, nah. I, I, <laughs> Xbox One, it, you know, it's it was an interesting console, but I, I think going forward, they're gonna they're gonna get their feeding back, and right. I think I think this generation is gonna be really exciting for gamers. It's gonna be really exciting for both sides. We can get past all this other craziness with you know everything, <laughs> all these controversies, but yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Sir, <laughs> speaking of controversy, unless anybody had anything else to say about Nintendo. Oh no, I'm ready for some controversy, man. No. <laughs> what about you, Star? No, I'm good. Perfect. So it turns out seventy dollars wasn't enough for Sony. They mm. might they might have wanted to charge a little bit more for their games, for their next generation games. <laughs> um now we don't know exactly how much, and we don't know, you know, how close or not close this was to happening. But they mm-hmm. wanted more than 70. Mm-hmm. BP, you want to take it away from here? I feel you bubbling up over there. Well, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, it's still <laughs> alleged, you know, from based on articles I've read, you know, here and there. But um, but yeah, it just. It's crazy because, you know, we already were already kind of wilding out on the 70 dollar price tag and then yeah. to find out that there was a possibility that they were talking like how much higher, you know, it's like, yeah, that's the question. How much higher? <laughs> What is enough, Sony? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so it just made me wonder, you know, were they just just trying to think of the reasons behind it, you know, uh, uh, that you know they weren't sharing or just hadn't come out with yet? And I was just, I was really thinking hard about it, like, because I, you know, we know about the amount of money that, uh, well, well, you know, the amount of uh, investment they had to put into the PS5, for example, mm-hmm. um, and then there were talks that uh, they were looking to charge even more for the console where they wanted to, I think. Yeah. Um, but you know, because of the Series X and being having to be competitive, they couldn't. They had to make that hard choice and say no, five hundred at least from what I heard. So I was just yeah. kind of thinking in my mind, like maybe it was that was that their whole thing, just saying, oh, they were worried that oh, we're not gonna, you know, turn it around, you know, the profit around fast enough, so increase so the price of up, the games, sort of make up for it. Yeah, I mean, I know as unreal as that sounds, but that's how desperate I'm trying to search for this whole yeah. thing go beyond seventy. Like I just. Hmm. I can play devil's advocate just yeah. just for that for because I know that we all are on the same side that seventy dollars is even too high. But right. just play devil's advocate, you know these AAA games are becoming like full blown actual movies, and you know mm. a movie from like Hollywood standard, you're not gonna just make a movie for a hundred billion dollars. A movie is gonna be around two hundred million dollars at some mm. point, and even more. And these games and these and, and, and the designs and the technology that is going into making them, it's costing right. them more with the newer gen consoles. So mm-hmm. PlayStation was or Sony was probably like projecting the cost of how to make games for the these new gen consoles. It's like, hmm, 
if we keep selling our games for the original price that it used to cost to make those games versus mm -hmm. the increased cost of making them now, we will be losing profits in the next coming years. So mm -hmm. it, playing the devil's advocate, mm -hmm. I understand why they were thinking of how to to break it to break the news to us. Hey, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you might want to charge you a little bit more than seventy dollars because this game is gonna cost a fortune to make. Yeah. Huh. And see, you know, and see, I'm sure that's definitely, um, and we, you know, you've already seen it, you know, from developers um, have have come out and said they're doing seventy dollars, you know, kind of make similar statements to that. But right. see, it's gonna be real interesting if this doesn't become the norm, and you have other games still launching the next generation as sixty dollars games, and mm -hmm. you know, we're gonna look back at that statement and say, why, why, why can they do it, and why can't you do it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. And this and I, the loot boxes, you, mm -hmm. like, not to knock, because we had this conversation in the last podcast, but they're going to look at other revenue streams. I don't think yeah. increasing the price is going to be the best idea. I know they were thinking that, but I bet you they always say, nope, just keep it at 60 or 70 because mm -hmm. we're going to have another option to, in, to get more revenue. So it's going to be some in-game purchases. They're going to try to push that more. And that's going to be how they can just, you know, skate through getting the profits without making us feel like we're hurting our pockets, even though we will be hurting our pockets buying these in-game oh, yeah. products. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just interesting, you know, because, you know, we talked a lot about, like you said before, you know, about the $70 price increase, you know, with the, them, you know, trying to justify that along with, you know, as we know, they're going to throw in microtransactions, DLCs, all the extra stuff. Mm, so, oh yeah. but you know, it's, it does. You do bring up good points, you know, Star, about you know the the budget for these bigger, larger than life, you know, game, you know, productions that they're doing, uh, you know, movieist kind of quality, you know, uh, stories and things of that nature. So, um, and then not to mention maybe the talent they bring in, you know, like these big names, yeah, you know, uh, you know, big time uh, actors and things of that nature. So, uh, I don't know. It's yeah, just. I mean, you gotta remember yeah, these games are gonna mm -hmm. be being made with just 4K um, uh, artifacts. Uh, I, that's not the word I want to use. Now, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, another it's just, word. It's gonna come back yeah. to me. But oh, no, they I, have yeah. to even create all those 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 textures and everything else. They they're gonna be using technology that's gonna be brand new to the industry, and they have to buy this stuff. I mean, it's just it's gonna cost some money. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting though. Mm -hmm. is um it's just because i, I feel like they can also uh, one part of me is saying you know well who's kind of you know asking for this because on one hand what are the two what are so what are like the two biggest games that came out this year you guys know um animal crossing <laughs> and maybe some call of duty game we had definitely Animal Crossing. Uh, the answer is I was looking for now, but uh, <laughs> um, I, with some two of the biggest games that kind of came out of nowhere this year was uh, Fall Guys and now Among Us. Right, right. Yeah. And you know what's interesting is like, look at those games. I mean, Among Us can be played on your phone. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. a mobile game, and it's insanely popular right now. So it's sure. just it's just interesting because it's like, sure, don't get me wrong, I love games visuals like the last was part two it, it looks almost like real life it looks incredible mm -hmm. but it gets it got a lot of bad reviews and it does have its issues and then you got games like among us which you know isn't the prettiest looking game but it's still a huge success and they didn't have to spend <laughs> billions and billions you know to right. make this you know so it's oh. interesting don't scare us don't 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 <laughs> scare us with this idea that they're looking at those two games as being how they will end up, you know, changing the landscape of gaming. Like, <laughs> I, I don't want those games to be the main type games to be to be designed for us. Those are those games are fun. I, I mean, those mm -hmm. are like games that I would love to play with my nephews or whoever that's that's just around me. But I mm -hmm. like to be. How would I explain it? I like for my games to put me on an adventure. Like I want to be somewhere in an adventure outside my house, outside my job, outside this planet in this game. And those those two mm -hmm. games just doesn't move me into this adventure type uh, reality or fantasy. So it's like, 
well, you think movies and video games, their purpose is to entertain you, but also to create a type of you know atmosphere for you. And, and those games are fun factor wise, great, mm-hmm. but they just don't create that atmosphere. Well, but I mean, part of that can come from like the social aspects of it, you know, like the Among Us and uh, Fall Guys. It it requires just a group of people who don't even know each other to come together and just kind of experience this whole new you know thing you know what i mean this whole fun adventure so i wonder if that kind of plays a factor into it as well well i was kind of ref- go, ahead. Oh, go ahead no 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 good that's one i was just gonna say i was just referring more to the fact that more to like the visual style of the game not necessarily the uh, games themselves okay. Okay. but mm-hmm. just you know the fact that among us like i said you can play on your phone it doesn't have you know cutting edge ray tracing 8k graphics you know all oh, the big those, buzzwords. I so see. You know those phones gonna become more and more powerful. <laughs> yeah, that time goes by. Ray tracing, but being on your next iPhone 14. So it's like <laughs> it's gonna 14, get there. God dang. <laughs> but you know, it it begs the question. I want I want to ask you guys. You know, if if seventy wasn't their target, what was? What do you think? It, what they were looking for? Hmm. That's a good question. Um. If I had to throw a number out there real quick, I'd say maybe like 80. They probably might have been thinking about for like, yep. you know, some of their, I guess, supposed big, big titles. Yeah. Um, the reason why 80 makes sense, because you see how when they actually make games today, that's $60, mm-hmm. they sell you a $79 option that comes with more gimmicks. So like mm-hmm. that's always been like a comfortable little number. Like, yeah, you can get mm-hmm. the $60 or you get the $80. The $80 comes with a plastic helmet. I don't know. It comes with something. <laughs> Some of those things to entice you. Yeah, and people have been buying those because I no, no, when I used to get like like let's say Mortal Kombat 11 when it came out, I'm online at GameStop waiting for this game, and I'm getting the $60 game. But everybody ahead of me were getting this box with with like extra <laughs> stuff. I, was, I said, I didn't even know you were selling this. I, I said, I might have thought to get that, but what is this? I'm like asking them, like, what you got? Right. <laughs> so yeah. It, like most everybody was getting the extra um game, the the one that was eighty versus my sixty dollar game. So yeah, mm-hmm. eighty would be a little safe bubble. Well see, that was my next question, but I uh I I'm kinda with you guys too. I, I'd say probably about eighty. I mean mm-hmm. I'm sure they would the Zex would love to get ninety, even a hundred dollars oh. from oh. us. They would love that. Yeah. <laughs> they could find a way to do it, they would, trust me. <laughs> But I think I think uh, that 80. means think about that. If a game would have been costing eighty dollars, that would have been maybe my one game per year type of budget. Like I, there's no way I wanted to spend ninety dollars on games. Cause yeah. that is, you know mm-hmm. some games get scratched and you'd be like, well, this is physical copy games in my in my rant. Like if mm-hmm. I scratch a ninety dollar game, I don't think I will wake up the next morning. I, mean, I, just, don't, <laughs> I just don't feel like hey. I can. Hey, maybe GameStop could actually show that insurance they got if it were ninety dollars. I know, right? That disc protection or whatever that they got. Yeah. Well, At that point, you figure might as well, right? Might add ninety dollars. We don't think you get this idea. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> GameStop, you listening? <laughs> oh, I know, right? Oh, God. But that's so, go ahead. I'm go ahead. Sorry. No, no, and that was just kind of like a little recap I was throwing out there. It just, just would like us to be cautious about that whole thing about because. You know, Star did make good points about the, you know, production and the budget and all that, you know, going up in the tech um, mm-hmm. that justifies the price. But I just want us to be cautious because, you know, you got to keep in mind these people at the top, these executives are still making these like just just insane amounts of money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and it just kind of just begs the question of just how much are you really like? Is it really the type of thing? Because, you know, where where where's the work that behind this? Like, show us the receipts that show the you know cost bottom. you know what i mean like you know like just to take yeah we just because it's like a lot of times they just want you to take the word for it like oh trust us this cost us a lot buddy tell you you know i'll tell you and uh, let yeah. me now let me go over here and chill in my mansion it's like i, I, I don't i can't <laughs> it's just hard man like it's hard that that just does not compute yeah. to me definitely so i just rather i just want us to be cautious about that whole thing of well, yeah cool you know what i mean so to to piggyback off my question um if uh, if they did get away with charging again, let's since we all agreed on eighty, if the, if eighty was the number that they settled on to be the new price for games, do you guys think they would still have 
your special edition and deluxe edition and collector's edition? Or do you think they would just say 80 and you get everything? There is no extras. Nope. No. I'd still think no. <laughs> no way in the world. Nice. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nice. They still will do that. Trust me. I was actually, when you, we talked about it, you said earlier, I was thinking already, like, all right, I wonder how much deluxe would be. 100, 120 for the legendary edition, the ultra uh, mega hyper edition for with 150. I was already working the numbers, man, when you said all that. Uh, <laughs> so, you feel the same way, Star? Yeah. I'm the same way. I think that if they could sell an $80 game, that's the base game. And yeah. then everything else is going to be to the stars. So they may be trying to throw some <laughs> gimmicks in and say hey, this 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 exclusive one here is going to be $200. Mm-hmm. It, it would just be, it's, it's going to become the norm. Because, you know, inflation gotcha. is a thing. So if it's impacting our food, it's going to impact our entertainment. So it's like they're looking at this. And, yeah, cost is going to keep going up. Oh yeah, gotcha. yeah, and and again, I'm kind of in the same boat as y'all. I I think they would still charge for deluxe and special editions and collector's mm-hmm. editions and yep, all the yep. stuff under the sun. Mm-hmm. And the good old microtransactions, lest we forget, and everything else. And uh, before we end it, um, unless anybody had anything else to say, I uh, <laughs> I'm really curious to see what Xbox does because I don't think they've stated that they're going to be raising or not raising prices as of right now they they're still 60 but i'm curious on if that stays the same or what they do so you're thinking yeah. that their silence is a form of, of of an answer like they probably keeping quiet because they don't want you to know until you buy the console mm-hmm. <laughs> i, I kind of like i said in a previous podcast i think yeah. they win either way I you know say, yeah because <laughs> You either you you pay six uh, seventy dollars up front and they get a little bit more from you up front, you know, mm-hmm. or they say, hey, you don't want to pay seventy dollars. We got Game Pass and you could get the game and you don't have to pay seventy dollars. So either way, I think they could really profit from. You this. think Game Pass would increase in price the same way that PlayStation's um, Plus increase over the years? I, um, so. I mean, it's inevitable. I mean, anytime soon, like like now, I don't know. I don't maybe not not right now. What do you think, kid? Uh, I think if they came out and announced 70, I think we would see spikes when their first party games came out. So when your, you know, Halo Infinite came out, when uh, whatever the new Bethesda game comes out and all that stuff, I think, yeah, you would probably see some spikes from Game Pass. All right. Interesting. So, but yeah. But I agree, kid. I think either way they win, you know. Yeah. It's more of a push to the Game Pass. And I mean, you know, that's blowing, that's that's going off right now. So, yeah. So it's, it's interesting to see. Like I said, I, I don't think they've announced anything just yet, and I'm hoping it's not like what Starchild and it said, it and, and they're waiting to see, uh, waiting, waiting for you to buy the Xbox, and then they'll announce it. But um, it's interesting that they don't raise them. That'll be a, a real interesting dynamic to see, you know? Mm-hmm. I think but I said before that they didn't, that'd be like, oh, that'd be a tough spot for Sony, yeah. honestly. Because <laughs> they got the Series S, $300, and hey, new games? Still sixty dollars, like jeez, man. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty crazy. <laughs> it won't be too far fetched because even back in the Genesis days and even the N sixty four days, there were certain games that did cost sixty and seventy dollars, and we still bought those games. I do remember that. I think Street Fighter was like that, right? Street Fighter two. I can't remember which ones, but I remember I bought a couple of seventy dollar games for the N sixty four. Yeah, I mean, I, if I remember correctly, because I remember my mind just being blown, like, whoa, why? Why is it this hot? <laughs> oh, well, the Street Fighter 2. Let's get it. Nice. <laughs> That's all I remember nice. thinking in my head. like, hey, Street let's Fighter 2. It. <laughs> let's let's nice. do it. All right. Any other, any final thoughts on this subject? Nah, just if they're listening, just remember we're in a pandemic, so be nice to our pockets. <laughs> yeah. Please. Absolutely. Please. <laughs> Got you. So before we get to the final topic, I, I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about Bethesda. And um, I think Pete Hines recently came out and stated that we're not really going to see any Starfield and definitely any Elder Scrolls 6, like, you know, gameplay and news and anything until the game is about ready to come out. And that when he made that statement, it, it reminded me of how they released Fallout 4. Um, I don't know if you guys remember. But when Fallout 4 was announced, it was announced at E3, whatever year that was, mm-hmm. um, which was, you know, I think June. And that following fall or winter, so that same year, maybe, you know, three, four, five months, 
the mm-hmm. game released. Mm-hmm. So it was announced and then released within the same year, just a few months time. Um, and so it looks like they're sticking to that strategy, kind of. So they, I mean, they already announced these games, so we know about them officially. Mm-hmm. But what they're saying is, you know, we're not going to really show you gameplay and stuff until it's ready. And so I just wanted to pose a question to you guys. You know, what do you what do you think? Do you think it's good for developers to hold off on a game until it's a few months away from launch and then announce it and show off your gameplay and release it that, you know, in that small amount of time? Or do you guys think it's um, better or, you know, good for them to announce a game like, let's say, Cyberpunk announced it seven years ago? Mm-hmm. and they're released seven years later you know like is that good or better or worse you know wow that's a good <laughs> question well let's so let's let's touch on the cyberpunk thing so seven years ago they announced it right mm-hmm. when did you when did we first start seeing gameplay footage of that game uh the first actual uh, gameplay to the press i believe was like a year or two ago a year or two ago yeah, I think okay. two years ago, 2018. Okay. Yeah, because I couldn't remember. I was like, was it fairly, not recent, obviously, but like early this year, late last year? I couldn't remember. So um, that's a tough one. I mean, I guess it just depends on your stance on it. Uh, and I'm trying to figure out how to best, this, you know, say what I'm trying to say here. But, you know, just looking at like a game that you announced five years and then, you know, uh, as time goes by, like, let's say a couple years later, you show like some footage, maybe it's some um, um, in-game cinematic, you know, to kind of show the potential of what it may look like, which, you know, some mm-hmm. people frown on, obviously, because it's not in-game engine. <laughs> but <laughs> it it's just it's really because, you know, some people at the end of the day, they want to know that you're that it's being worked on. They want to see the progress. They want to know there's progress. So, you know, there's probably a, some people who want that. They want to have it announced w- way early. And then as time goes by, to see the in-game cinematics and see a little bit here and there and, uh, you know, have some articles or something, some interviews done, t- talking more about it and some of the mechanics. So, you know, for some people that really works well because they just they can build that confidence that they're going to get something that's going to be amazing that they followed over the course of years. Mm-hmm. Whereas... Maybe somebody like me, for example, I honestly am more for what Bethesda does, where they're like, oh, hey, you know, like you said, we're not going to show you anything to like what a few months or closer to when we're no, we're confident to release it. And, and you know, yeah. it, looks, it looks amazing. And, and the reason being is because, you know, I remember just being younger, seeing these titles, you know, that they would be announced like at some point and saying, oh, yeah, it's going to come soon and you get to coming soon. And, you, and then you're left wondering, OK, but, you know, when and then years <laughs> pass and you're just like, OK, what, what's going on? I don't hear anything. And, you know, it's yeah, and sometimes you either forget about it or the hype kind of dies down and you see it come up again. And you're like, oh, oh, yeah. But that's, that's the thing, though, It's like these games, these like these, these are triple A games. They're not like Kickstarter games. You're not you're not <laughs> right. funding anything. <laughs> You're just sitting there as a customer, just waiting to see if a game is going to be made. You're not right. investing anything at all. So sure. these companies, I mean, I think that marketing 101 would be to give people some type of hype, build on that hype. And I'm guessing the best way to build on the hype is to show some type of gameplay or some type of screenshot to something. I think that will be the smart thing to do, mm-hmm. but they're not obligated to do that. Like this. Yeah. There's no obligation at all, at all on their end. If they announce a game that's coming out, it will be smart to keep that window short to where the announcement is made to when the game is actually being released so mm-hmm. that the hype doesn't die down. But yeah. yeah. Just, just keep the game a secret until it's near like actual being um, put on, done, like, before, like just where it's near going gold, and mm-hmm. then show some screenshots or do a little trailer or whatever and then hopefully yeah. in two months you have a game on the shelves but yeah we're not doing the kickstarter they're not obligated <laughs> <laughs> no but you know and that's fair right i mean you know because you know you have the issue of the hype possibly dying down and i don't think anybody would be upset about if it's a surprise you know like if you hit hit people up saying hey in the four months this game's gonna come out that we're showing you now that looks you know amazing for what we have yeah i, I remember hearing a lot of praise uh for yeah. fallout 4 for, mm-hmm. for their strategy that's yeah yeah because it's just really close and it's just something that just yeah. makes you really feel good like oh yeah it's gonna be yeah months? oh man it's great 
There's something satisfying about seeing something that you're interested in and knowing, oh, snap, that comes out in three months? That's yeah. close. Right. You know who does that a lot? And I love looking at their uh, interviews. What's Nintendo that? with their Treehouse uh, um, shows, they would be showing you all the trailers of games that that are to be announced for the year. And then for some odd reason, at the end of the, the Treehouse, they go, oh, by the way, this game is coming out at the end of this Treehouse event. Yeah. She was like, what, oh, bro, yeah. this game is available right after the treehouse? Like, like I, lo- yeah. I love those moments. So Yeah. They and do so a lot of that in their directs. Yeah, sure, the directs. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, how exciting is that? You know, like, it's nice. just thrilling, you know, and, and, as opposed to hearing about it and, hey, this looks great, right? Or you're excited about the title, right? Yes, yes, exactly. It's like, hey, just yeah. hold on. We'll let you know whenever. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, all right, just looking at each other like, all right, so what now? Like, you know, I guess a couple of years, and now you're you having playing that game with your your people. Like, you know, think three years, man. We've moved on with our lives, and then, <laughs> then they say, oh, we still got this game for you, but nah, sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah, especially during this time, you know, there's just so oh, many yeah. different things coming out, and it's just more, it's just harder and harder to keep up with everything. So, and our attention spans are like. I mean, very short, you know. Oh, very short. <laughs> I mean, you can't do things like you might with, like for example, Anthem, and then say, "Hey, you know, we're gonna redo this." You just you wait and see. It's like we've already, we're, we're good. It's okay. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and see, I'm I'm kind of in the middle because I do agree with you, BP. I I I really love when, hey, yeah, this game that you just saw, yeah, that'll be out in two months. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. Yeah, because it does get tired. Of, of waiting and i guess maybe it's just a burnout that um especially with the game industry and i mean entertainment industry in general but um to to see something so early and it's mm-hmm. just takes forever for it to come out so mm-hmm. I, I i like a middle kind of approach i i think i i i wouldn't mind being shown something ahead of time sure to get me hyped and get me excited and to see different interviews and discussions and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but I would say my ideal time frame would be like two to four years. Okay. Like if you, your game you is want them, you want them mm-hmm. to show like to announce a game is being made, but in but you're okay with it being a four year window before it's available. For four would be like my extreme max. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you got four years out, may, you know maybe don't show us yet. But you know if things happen and things get delayed, I, I wouldn't mind. Um, I wouldn't mind knowing it exists, uh, but I would say that would be like my extreme, like kind of what Bethesda is doing now with how they announced it. Uh, mm-hmm. These two games, but they're not going to release any of them anytime soon. That I would say, you know, okay, maybe they shouldn't have announced Elder Scrolls Six when they did, because that's, I mean, they got to finish Star uh, Field by Six Star yeah. Child <laughs> there <it is> again, <laughs> and um, and so I mean, we're we're years away from Elder Scrolls Six. I I think that's ridiculous, but. Mm-hmm. you know like a two to four year you know um hey this thing we showed you it'll be out in a year or two mm-hmm. okay i'm cool with that you know right you know what so you just just mm-hmm. kind of prove that devil's advocate moment why games <laughs> should cost 90 dollars. because <laughs> if you're building a game for four years that's human beings for four years on the clock making this game that's yeah. gonna cost some money. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, now Wait, you have yeah that, the devil's advocate uh, gets an actual check on their list of as as to why ninety dollars might be a fair price for some of these games. It's gonna take them four years to make them. <laughs> well, I mean, if I was sure too with that majority of that going to the developers who actually put that time and effort in, then you know I'd be like, you know what, yeah, because that's a good point after all that time. But you know, I just. I'm cynical, but what I won't go into that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, so to pose a question to you, kid, about that two to four year window, you know, four being your max, is it, um, do you feel that way with only certain types of games? Let's say, you know, like your open world, like supposed to be massive, expansive game versus like your more of a run of the mill kind of a no new action experience game? Like, is there like a stipulation for that for you? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I, I basically any game like like okay. Cyberpunk, for example. You know, I'm sure. ex- insanely excited for it. You know, right. and I was excited seven years ago when they announced it. But mm-hmm. to be honest, did they really need to announce it in 2013? 
Hmm. Probably not. <laughs> probably I mean, probably, probably not. didn't know what system that game was going to be running on back then. So exactly, because back then, um, no, I think we were still on Xbox. Yeah, we were still Xbox One, PS4. So I think so. Yeah, but yeah, yeah but oh, they think... they had just came out though. They were new at that time. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were new systems. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I just feel like as you get. As every, as each year passes, we get so many new games and different games, and you just get to the point where you forget and you do lose hype. And sure, you have your you know exclusions from that, like Cyberpunk for me, for instance. But sure. I mean, how many games have we? Uh, kind of like how you pointed out before, BP. You know, do Nukem. Yeah, it's like you know, just <laughs> I, I, in some cases, just work on the game, and when it's about to come out. Then start showing stuff, you know, because people lose interest, man. And and now Duke and Nukem had like one of the worst experiences because they were using some type of um, I forgot what type of platform it wasn't. Um, oh man, it's gonna leave me. I just had it. <laughs> what whatever software they were using to for the this for the foundation of the game design, mm-hmm. that that became like absolute uh, obsolete. Like by the time that the game was com- coming close to being released. Like mm. better games or better looking games are being made by the time Duke and Nukem even got towards gold, because it was uh, being it was being made. It was taking so long to make it that the technology they were using became outdated. Right. So it's like yeah. you don't you don't want games to actually take that long to make because if you start from a foundation that basically was fresh and new four years ago, but then you know with, with any technology is always expanding and growing fast. Sure. By the time you're done. You may have another company that made a game just within a year that will look better than your game four years ago when you was designing it. So they got to be careful. They got to be careful. Yeah. I think there's evidence of certain games like that, you know, now that they've come out and be like, I don't know, does this game look like, you know, like 2010? (laughs) You know, I've I've heard that a couple times, certain games. So, yeah. I know y'all talking about Halo. It's okay. (laughs) Uh, I wouldn't even think about that. But you know what? Yeah. Yeah. I know YouTube comments and stuff. They went wild with that. (laughs) But it's, I think the, I think publishers and developers do gotta, you know, they really gotta be careful what they do because, you know, you can, you can lose people. And so it's definitely, definitely interesting. Something I guess a lot of people may may not think about, you know, because we're just focused on getting the game is, but it's interesting to look at how they announce it and when they announce it. They yeah. just need to have a realistic a realistic um, turnaround on how these yeah. games are being designed and made. Because you just, I think four years is just too extreme. Yeah, well, and, and to be fair, and, and and again, just to be fair to them, yeah, you know, we know things happen, and you know, things don't always go out as they plan, and you know, maybe they yeah. had a shorter window, and some things happen in midway. But you know, yeah. to, but even with that, like I said, just kind of be a little more realistic and definitely not be like thinking oh we can say this now but when we ready six years oh, okay they'll be they'll hang around it's like exactly. oh, i'm taking a risk exactly. with that <laughs> so speaking of uh four years and you know being a long time and taking risks <laughs> <laughs> marvel avengers is uh not doing well for square enix <laughs> they uh reportedly only sold about three million copies oh and this lost the company about sixty-three or so million dollars. Million, <laughs> yeah, in the, definitely in the millions. <laughs> um, and I know a report a couple uh, weeks, about a month ago or so, maybe, was that P, like PC players, the concurrent player count wasn't enough to keep up with the game. Like people would try to match up in parties, and they just couldn't find anybody because it was barely anybody playing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, a month that. at the launch, um, yeah. and so you know now that we've had failure after failure, you know we've had the Division Two, which I think did have a great start, but really kind of mm-hmm. faltered off. Um, mm-hmm. You got your Anthem, which <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know now we have Marvel Avengers. You know we had, and I'm sure there's even more. We have all mm-hmm. these live service games, which you know, publishers are coming out and like, yes, this is the future. We want you to log in and play this game every day for the next ten years. Mm-hmm. But, but it's just, it's but, just not. Go ahead. Also, but mind you, now Anthem actually did sell pretty well at first. At the beginning, 
It did. Yeah. It did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> playing it now. Amp- yeah, but no one's playing it now, but I don't want to compare it to Marvel Avengers because Marvel just didn't sell great at all. At all. Like, mm-hmm. so. But I would say uh, the big thing about live service games is they need the player base and it needs you coming in um, yes. consistently. Mm-hmm. You know, sure, they, they, because uh, one of their big ways to make money is, you know, sure, the box price definitely helps, but they want those concurrent microtransactions, the reoccurring microtransactions. That is the whole purpose of the making that game is so that they can have that extra again revenue of money, stream of money, and you know, I I think we can have this conversation right now about the live, live what's it live? What do you even call it? Like I can't even think of it. Of the, live service. Live, live service. service yeah. Like the live service type of gaming. So mm-hmm. in in my mindset, when I think of and think me and BP had this conversation before the show. When I when I buy a game, I'm thinking I'm purchasing the full experience of that game, and that mm-hmm. game should be available to me at any point in my lifetime if I decide to want to play it again. With mm-hmm. a live service game, they can li- literally stop the service of certain portions of that game just mm-hmm. so they like Destiny, just to make space on the server, just to add new content, so I don't have access to the old game anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. It's, I don't, I didn't sign up for that. That's not, that's not what I asked for. Like in my childhood, up to my adulthood, as as, as an owner of a product, like I don't need you saying I bought this car. Then later down the line, you say, oh, we we want to change out those tires, but I like my tires. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't want that. Like, what right. are we spending money on? Because we never know what the outcome would be down the line. Like, I may not like the game at all down the line. Because you change so many things up on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen kind of like that attitude really just for those types of games. Just be like, yeah, well, you know, you get what you pay for. This They've already spelled out before that this could happen. So you just got to get used to it. And yeah, I was always kind of one of those people like you where, you know, it's, it's a really hard sell for me. Because, you know, you, you invested the money in it. And like you said, you know, you kind of think back to when you bought games before and you just had the game, right? You can access it. Anytime you want it, play it as long as you want it, you know, for as long as the system, you know, uh, held on, it didn't break on you. Um, and then now you just have this situation, like you said, where, you know, maybe not even a year later, they can say, yeah, just hope you have fun with this content. But now it's getting axed. We're doing something new. And it's like, Ew. but, you know, many people are just like, hey, you know, it's, that makes sense to me. I'm ready for new content anyway. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, as far as the thing with the Avengers, um, it's just very. I just wonder about that whole thing, you know, because I'm that. That's definitely got a sting, and I, and it just. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just want to know where, because I mean, I had they had to have at least some form of well, a good amount of confidence in this game, thinking that it was going to be like the next, you know, your your next Destiny or or whatnot, I guess. So, and, I, and I'm wondering if that's the blueprint that majority of these companies look at. They just look at Destiny yeah. where it had that rocky start. And then they're just like, oh, but they see what they did. They turned it around and, you know, were able to still charge people all this money for all these extra contents that, you know, came after the fact, like Taken King for Destiny. And That's what they and see. I, yeah. And so, and it's kind of like, to your point, kid, that's, I'm sure that's essentially what they want is the, you know, constant player base just to be there. Yeah, you know, they want to be the this, next Fortnite. So, yeah. So even despite the fact that they're, they, they let them down or, you know, things aren't working or going the way it should, they just have that hope that, oh, well, you know, we'll throw something really big out there and, you know, you know, they'll be here and support it and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I just think, so with that being said, I mean, I just think we're at a point now where, you know, what do you feel like we're at a point now where people are just like enough's enough based on the feedback no. to Avengers? No, I, because there are definitely good life service games, like you pointed sure. out a second ago, Destiny Two, um, mm-hmm. and I, I think we, I think we will see more down the road that will be mm-hmm. successful. Um, I just mm-hmm. feel like there's two big things that publishers and developers really got to keep in mind when they make a live service or decide to make a game a live service. Yeah. You know, one, does it fit the game and the gameplay loop that you have? Okay. Um, and like with Marvel Avengers, a big thing. Granted, I didn't play it. I have not purchased it. Mm-hmm. But a big thing I did here was that the way the game was designed, it didn't really fit like a live service game. The gameplay yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two, the, the the biggest thing I think that might be even more important is they have to stick with it. Right. 
Because like you just pointed out with Destiny 2 and how they see how successful Destiny 2 is, if we look back and look, and even at Destiny 1, mm-hmm. um, and I, one of the best examples, uh, where there's two great examples, uh, Rainbow Six Siege and, oh, right. Final, and Final Fantasy 14, which is mm-hmm. an MMO, mm-hmm. when both of those games launched, they were right. disasters. Yeah. They were disasters. They, they were mm-hmm. terrible games. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. stuck with it, mm-hmm. and they improved it. And now those two games are some of the biggest games out there currently that have millions upon millions of, uh, you know, registered players, and you know, but they still have a pretty lively player base. Sure. Same yeah. with No Man's Sky. You know, that's a whole another t- um, podcast. But <laughs> that game when it first came out, they they had so many promises that they just couldn't fulfill. That when the players finally got the game. The, they had high expectations in the game, you know, it fell short, but they stuck with the game and they added more improvements and the game became playable. People oh, yeah. really not like the game, but, yeah. you know, say the word like live service, live sounds like, I mean, not sound like it's the same word as live. You won't feel like you're living in that game. And, <laughs> if the, and the game is flat out dead by the time you get there on day one like what's the point of staying around and that's how i felt from anthem when i played anthem's beta it felt dead that, that like is this there was nothing going on in that game yeah and marvel avengers when i played that beta even though i felt that it, it looked amazing and, and i felt like i actually am playing you know thor i'm actually playing with um can't think on the black willow like black I, I, I felt like I'm, i felt like i'm actually playing these characters their move sets were just spot on but mm-hmm. the game was so linear it just mm-hmm. felt dead it felt mm-hmm. dead and i and like, like I, i'm not gonna like in my brain while playing the beta I'm like i'm not spending 60 dollars on this like yeah. <laughs> so it's like they they don't really understand yet on how to make a game that's kind of universal for everybody because you want it to to because the, the, the kind of numbers they want to, to be in this game, it has yeah. to be universal. It can't just be targeting one demographic. Mm-hmm. And they're not making universal live service games right now. It's just they're still trying to pull a certain base, and that's mm-hmm. their problem. That's going to be the downfall every time. And then, falling, and then kind of uh, relying too heavily on the the featured um characters and 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 yeah. uh, brand itself yeah like oh it's avengers you know people eat this up <laughs> and it's like yeah, yeah well, it doesn't work that way so i, I want to um, live in this game i want my avatar to represent me that's why gta is, is always going to be big games because yeah. you feel like you're living when you turn that game on when you play your avatar you're mm-hmm. now in that in that zone like right. that's those type of games work. I think right. them, even though that was trying to let you customize your character, the world wasn't there. The world just mm-hmm. did not feel like it was living around me at all. Yeah. And I add another thing to your, one of your points, kid, you know what you were saying earlier about the two crucial things you think the companies mm-hmm. should know going forward. I would like to add a third thing about might, and that is make sure your game works. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. When you release, yeah. like, stop releasing half-baked and unpolished and buggy just messes thinking oh you know we'll we'll clean it up as we go along like and i understand things can't be perfect you know that that's Mm. that's understandable but some of these just the matchmaking broken and that's what the game's centered around for example and you can't find anybody to play with that's that's a problem (laughs) or when you have a certain gun that shouldn't have the type of power that it has and so you're exploiting that 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 feature and you just cheating in that game and then they realize oh yeah we need to fix this no that that should have already been figured out before we had our hands on it and so Absolutely. like i don't, don't want to feel like i'm helping you to find bugs in the game that i purchased <laughs> that's, that's what uh you want to be uh, part of the fallout 76 crowd <laughs> yeah hey if you purchase a live service day one there's a high chance that's exactly what you're doing <laughs> exactly man they had a whole I, I, community I on that <laughs> Yeah, I, I need to see a, a paycheck then. <laughs> yeah, it's just so, crazy. But like I said, though, I, I think we'll still continue to see live services because when they're done right, mm-hmm. keyword right, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they can be successful. I mean, again, look at Fortnite. 
Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. of the biggest games. And granted, it's you know, it's not as talked about as much as it was a couple years ago, but still one of the biggest games there is. Yeah, it's, it's gonna die down. It's just natural for people to move on to something else. I mean, it's gonna That's die true. down, but it got its money's worth. At, I mean, it's still hanging like, in strong too. I'd, I'd argue yeah. it's still hanging strong. Yeah. Oh yeah, it got a few more. Definitely a few more years before it dies down. But sure. you know, what you know what they'll do when it starts dying down? <laughs> got something else lined Get up. Travis Scott to do another concert? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Fortnite two. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, they're gonna have one little Fortnite two. <laughs> just slap a two on that bad boy and keep it moving. It's like, look, you nah. can, you can. It's like, look, you can use surfboards and just parachute on those. It's like, oh yeah, okay, great. Take my money. Yeah, yeah, they definitely got that lined up. I think live services they can be really fun when done right, and it's always fun to have a live service that you know has been out for several years, like like a Destiny two, like probably me tonight. When I go and hop in, and I haven't played in like a year or so, but there's all this content for me to go and do that you 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 just don't get from, let's say, uh, Last of Us Part Two. You know that game's out and it's done. Maybe we'll get DLC, maybe not, but that'll be the same time, the same game next time I pick it up. Destiny mm-hmm. Two, it's gonna be completely different the next time I pick it up. You know, right? right. You're, gonna, you're gonna be lost in that game. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> So. so, but you know, I, I just, I just want to know when publishers will learn. And you know, on one hand, I want to say they'll never learn, but I mean, when they keep taking big losses like this, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would, I want to say maybe soon. You know, I mean, maybe one day. I mean, because mm-hmm. that's, that's a lot of money, and and especially you got to keep in mind, like with them, you know, they're working with Marvel, which is Disney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Disney, don't, yeah. Disney don't want to see no losses. Yeah. They want to see profits. Right. That mouse wants his money. <laughs> he wants his cheese. <laughs> yeah, that mouse does not play, man. Oh. <laughs> so, I, I mean, you know, they might shoot. Disney might say, you know what? We're taking our license back and that game shuts down. I mean, I, I doubt it, but, you know, it's. it's... There's some type uh, of flaws in that contract to where if they feel like they're underselling or they're making the brand look bad yeah they can probably oh absolutely disney absolutely bro absolutely i don't think there's a question on that either at all but but mind you now i got no complaints on how the game looks and even some of the characters are how they play Mm -hmm. it's just the gameplay it's it feels like you button matching and then the the actual ai for the enemies it all seems like you keep repeating it's very repetitive, just put it that way. The game does not have life to it. It feels too mm-hmm. linear. Man. And yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah, just certain elements don't fit, you know, like the kid was saying yeah. earlier. And to kind of go back to our earlier topic, you know, Sony and other companies want to charge more than sixty dollars. And you know, sure, like Star said, the game could look like it's real life and it could look as as pretty as possible, but if the game ain't fun, man, then it's just, it ain't worth it. You know, all that mm-hmm. money you spent making it, it just ain't worth it. And right. then for us, the the customer, the consumer, it's hard to justify that bigger price tag. If you're not delivering this higher quality that you're telling us, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. That's, that's why I say it's a hard sell, you know, as it is yeah. on top of the fact that we know we're going to, you're going to throw in extra things to ask for money too. It's just, it's going to be oh, too much. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, well, anybody got any closing topics for for that topic? Closing things? No. Oh no. man, if you not notice, my um, brain is shutting down because I have to eat. <laughs> I have to. Gotcha. I, it, was like, it was like words I couldn't even get out. They were like I couldn't even think of certain words. I'm like, okay, hopefully, I'm looking at the clock. We got like two minutes left. Yeah. And, and <laughs> <laughs> to our gotcha. listeners, I'm not rushing the show. I just, I yeah, just he made yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Well, I uh, started him long enough. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Well, uh, no. I thank everybody for listening and taking some time out of their busy day to, to listen to us ramble for a little bit. <laughs> um, Absolutely, yeah. I, th- um, I think we all agree. Uh, our, I'll give you a little preview of what we're going to talk about next week. Um, will probably be about uh, the new consoles launching since the Xbox One or Series X and S 
are launching today, November 10th, and then mm-hmm. Thursday, uh, November 12th, the PlayStation 5 will be launching. And so we're going to mm-hmm. wait for, you know, the critics and regular everyday customers to kind of get the hands on and get reviews out. And then mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that probably next time. Yeah, I, yeah. Out mm-hmm. I just think that this was a real bad year to release consoles. It just, <laughs> to me, just was the worst of the worst of the year because mm-hmm. Because a lot of people are out of work. And so these companies are trying to push these very costly consoles on people who probably don't have the money to spend on entertainment because they don't know if next month, if they're going to have a job to pay for their rent and their food. So they Mm -hmm. kind of waited. But that's for the next show. I just feel like this (laughs) is just bad timing. Well, well, just know that your feeling was shared amongst quite a bit of people out there that felt the same way. I mean, they knew it wasn't going to happen, but they did feel that it probably would have been a better move. But, you know, like I said, we can talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that later. So, all right, everybody. Yep. And Peace don't forget, uh, just hit us up on uh, Gamer Credits, the email for for the show. Um, it's, you can reach it at gmrcred. ITS at gmail.com and uh, just let us know, give us some feedback and, uh, you know, advice or anything you have, criticism, doesn't matter. Uh, and uh, just want to thank you for that. Let's get it. Nice. Peace. Peace.